in the garden of Gethsemane. In the garden of Gethsemane, the disciples yawned warily. Stay here and rest, Jesus said kindly to the disciples, as the grateful men began to collapse to the ground. Jesus stopped Peter, James, and John. My friends, I know you are tired too, he said. But would you keep me company? The three disciples saw that Jesus' face was creased with sorrow, and his eyes sparkled oddly. They accompanied him farther on. They had never seen Jesus so sad and troubled before. I must be on my own to talk to my father, he said. My heart is so heavy. I fear it is breaking. Will you watch over me while I pray? Peter, James, and John looked on helplessly as Jesus sank to his knees, clutching his head in his hands. Oh, my father, Jesus cried out from his soul. He felt the sins of all the world pressing in on him from all sides, and he knew the horror of what lay ahead. Father, nothing is impossible for you. I beg you, please take away the suffering that I have to face. Jesus prayed for a long while, and Peter, James, and John were overcome by sleep. Couldn't you have stayed awake just one more hour for me? Jesus whispered to them. Be careful of temptation, he said softly. Your spirits are willing, but your flesh is weak. Again he prayed. If this torment must come, then I will endure it. Your will, not mine, should be done. Eventually, Jesus arose and went back to his friends. I beg you, wake up, he whispered urgently. The three exhausted men stirred, but didn't wake. Trembling, Jesus, Jesus returned to his lonely prayers. Father, I know the hour has come, he groaned. Give me the strength to die gloriously. Holy Father, look after these people so they may reach you safely. I pray also for whom, for those whom I haven't met, but who believe because they hear about me through others. Jesus returned one last time to Peter, James, and John. Are you still sleeping? He murmured. No matter. It's time. Look, my betrayer is here. Suddenly, flaming torches came flashing through the dark. Shadows loomed forward from all directions. The disciples woke up and dashed to Jesus' side. They faced a band of armed men, hirelings of the elders. Who are you looking for? Jesus asked. Jesus of Nazareth, the men shouted angrily. I am he, announced Jesus. There was something so powerful in his voice 
and manner that the thug shrank back nervously. Then the face the disciples knew well came forward. Master, said Judas Iscariot, greeting Jesus with his usual embrace. Oh, Judas, Jesus sighed sadly. Must you betray me with a kiss? It was the sign the thugs had been waiting for, and they leapt forward to seize their enemy. Jesus didn't resist, but the disciples flung themselves at the soldiers. Peter had brought a sword, but his wild slashes only cut off the right ear of the high priest's servant. Enough, roared Jesus. Put away your sword, Peter, for those who use violence die by violence. If my father meant for me to be protected, armies of angels would speed to my rescue. Jesus touched the wound. At once, the ear was healed. Then Jesus turned to the mob. Am I a criminal? that you came to take me like this, he demanded. Every day I was there in the temple, yet this fulfills the prophecies. It is evil's greatest hour. With that, Jesus was marched away. Panic broke out among his followers, and as the remaining guards turned on the yelling crowd, the disciples fled for their lives. About the story, Jesus knew, and he had always known, that he would be crucified in Jerusalem. He had foretold it often enough to his apostles, but knowing it did not make it any easier. Crucifixion was a horrible, painful way to die. The human side of Jesus almost opted out of his divine calling. Despite his struggle with his natural human fears, he knew that God's eternal will was more important than his short-term suffering. 